0: You're doing a bit. I did. I don't know why I thought season two. You're doing a bit, babe. What's a bit? I'm not in show business. I I don't know these words. (laughs) Um, But the name of the episode we watched the other day, we watched episode one, which is called The Marshall. The Marshall. Um, And yeah, season two, I feel like, sort of kicks off, right? where season one sort of ended off, Sure, right?
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Which, if you haven't uh, listened to it yet, you should go back and listen to our uh, abbreviated uh, rewatch and review of season one of The Mandalorian, right. Right. where we cover all this in great detail. Yes. However, really brief summary, Bay, go. Uh,
0: of, se- of episode one?
1: Oh, sh- oh, sure. I mean, of, of where we started out. Uh,
0: yeah, episode one, uh, basically Mando... Is trying to find other mandos, yes, in the hope that they will help him find Baby Yoda's race family.
1: Yes, so we. I was
0: only half paying attention, so we
1: kind of find out that, um, because a big part of the last episode or the previous season was uh, the little group of Mandalorians that he was a part of uh, oh, yeah. was essentially. Uh, wiped out, or um, yeah. uh, they were uh, driven away because uh, because of Mando because Mando yeah. r- rescued Baby Yoda.
0: Don't do that. Don't get your brethren killed. Even
1: if it's saving Baby Yoda.
0: Even if it's saving Baby Yoda, because <laughs> now all he has is Baby Yoda.
1: True, and that armor related. That's
0: kind of sad.
1: Um, yeah. So so he he's overarching. He's been tasked with finding. Uh, the family of Baby Yoda, sort of the Jedi. Uh, in order what? to do that, that he thinks. Yeah. In order to do that, he thinks he needs to find under other Mandalorians. Sure. So it starts out uh, with him seeking out some seedy criminal warlord.
0: Right. He's like, did he? They, did they say how he? Uh ended up with that person like somebody he was recommended to that guy was recommended to him yeah the in my notes i called him um the mike wazowski looking dude yeah he had one the, eye the was green yeah yeah
1: it, it really did look a lot like a, a classic kind of ray harryhausen get up where uh it, it, it looked like you know just the classic kind of cyclops aurora. <laughs> And I figured out who voiced him, by the way. Okay. It was John Leguizamo.
0: You say that as if I know who that is.
1: Okay. and uh, you have watched those Ice Age m- movies?
0: I actually have not. Okay. I know of the Ice Age movies, obviously.
1: Well, he voiced the sloth Oh, in the is, Ice is, Age movies. Is
0: that the one funny thing, or is that like a ferret or something, or a squirrel? What am I thinking of? What's the, the, the well-known animal? Probably the... the squirrel. Squirrel, that's anyway, what we are getting then. way off topic. Just, that's besides the point. Uh, but yeah, I guess you recognize the voice, and this is why, because he was in Nice Age movies.
1: And a bunch of other stuff that you probably wouldn't know, but...
0: But anyways, back to the show. So, yeah, like we said, Mando is on, on this quest to find his other brethren and then figure out where the heck this beautiful baby is from, mm-hmm. so... Um yeah, he starts off by meeting this cyclops dude who obviously couldn't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. surprise surprise he couldn't. Um and basically, was he helpful or not? I don't remember yeah, cuz he ends up leaving him hung upside down and basically sets him up to die, so.
1: Yeah, you you find out that Mando um he the other guy sort of collects the Mandalorian armor, which is worth a lot because it can deflect blasters and also deflect lightsabers, apparently, which is uh, great. And it makes it very valuable. And he goes to uh, and he initially tries to kill Mando. Mando kills all, all the guards and Close whatever he they has and then strings them up upside down. So much violence. Yeah, he's stone cold. And uh, during, then he, you know, sets these kind of like beasts on him uh, to eat him. Yeah. Uh, after finding out that the Mandalorian, he the criminal guy knows of a Mandalorian on Tatooine. Right. Bum bum bum. Yeah.
0: But really quick, um, in terms of the Mike Wazowski guy, I knew right away we couldn't trust this dude. Yeah. I mean, like, why should we? And in the end, he proved he was a little punk. Cause guess what? After Mando beat up everyone else, he was just running away. Well, actually, while he was beating up any everyone up, yeah, um, yeah, he was like. Peace, and he just ran away like a little punk, and I just found that really annoying. I don't like weak per weak people, weak aliens. <laughs> I, I think the reason
1: why you felt you couldn't trust him was because in they showed him betraying Mando in the trailer for the season.
0: Oh, I don't remember that.
1: I will say I, I, I kind of because uh, it's seen in the trailer where where he goes like you know so i've heard and then a bunch of people draw guns and point at at mando and then uh, mando's like dart thing activates and Baby yoda hits the button and then the (laughs) thing pops up i liked it better the way they showed it in the trailer which is after baby yoda hits the thing and the doors close it just goes to black and you just hear like the noise and then when it cuts back you see mando just just having killed the last guy i think that i I don't know yeah
0: I, i mean that's I don't know like that, that better than actually seeing it. I, yeah, I don't know that, I would, that that would actually work in, like, the actual episode. But what I was going to say was, um yeah, certainly we sh- shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But this alien Mike Wazowski dude, I don't know. He just gave me a vibe. He comes in. You know, he comes in. He's got his little, his little gut up. He's watching people fight. He's betting on them. Well, they're not people. They're aliens. And he then he pulls just kills out, one of them. He's yeah. like... Making bets, and I'm like, Ooh, I'm not a betting woman, so I don't like how this is going. And then uh-huh, he just uh-huh. shoots one of the the aliens that was fighting, so basically he cheated. And yeah, yeah, I just knew he couldn't be trusted. But, anyways, we were talking about Mike Wazowski too much. Yeah, was we're spending way too fun. much time on this. this I is, don't know why I'm This is just the setup.
1: So he goes back to Tatooine, finds out that uh, the, the his lead, the quote Mandalorian in question, is at a so old. Uh, Desert or old uh, remote village, and uh he, he we get the, a nice uh, re- a reunion with the uh, mechanic lady. Yeah,
0: the redheaded lady.
1: Yeah, where and you see a bit of character growth on Mando's part, where you find out he doesn't hate droids as much.
0: Yes, I noted that. I that was a nice little. Yeah, it was just a like nice a one bit. comment thing, but it was um it was neat. I liked it. Yeah,
1: where uh, it starts out and and like, oh. you you guys better stay away he doesn't want you near there because before he was like no droids i want you to do it yourself and then he says that's fine you know you can give him a once over which makes sense because he was saved twice over by the droid Droid, and maybe yoda was saved by him too
0: yeah so yeah sometimes you just gotta you know you can't generalize we can't assume that a certain type of droid Or person or anything That they are representative of all droids or things Although in this case it kind of like works out Because he had a good experience with one So now he likes the rest But just because you have a bad experience with one Just because
1: your family, your friends, everyone you knew Was stone cold slaughtered in front of you And you nearly were killed by a droid doesn't mean wow, that you, you should assume all other droids made by her. the same people with the same programming and everything that made the first droid will act in the way they are programmed to act
0: so we get reunited with the redheaded lady and honestly i feel like she would make such a good auntie <sighs> to bebe yoda yeah she just she's she obsessed with him which i love um so no it was nice seeing her again seeing an, an, a familiar face um I don't know how much of that we're going to get this season. And I mean, certainly we'll probably see, um, what's his name? Grief Carga. Grief Carga. Again. Um, Mando. Okay. Uh, Call we'll, we'll see, um, Los Pollos Hermanos, dude, again, because oh he didn't die. Spoiler alert. Oops. He didn't die at the end of last season. We saw him come out of his little broken ship. So we're definitely going to see some of him and uh yeah did we see another familiar face aside from her this episode i don't think so no
1: i don't think so i think it was it was just her and i guess her her, her droids
0: did we see cara already i forgot
1: no, we, we did not see cara
0: okay i'm just mixing it up with the last episode then yeah um so yeah so then uh mando and baby yoda are on their way baby yoda's looking cute got a lot of cute baby Yoda yeah, shots we did this Episode, I'd say maybe a, maybe a little too much there is no such thing as too much and i also see what you're saying i think they definitely took advantage of the fact that we are obsessed with this yeah. little green alien and made sure to 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 just add more reaction shots of him because again he right baby Yoda, i mean i guess he's driving the plot blah, blah 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 but apart from that he doesn't do a whole lot
1: no and and he he wasn't really driving the plot in this one which is the other thing. He wasn't really key to the goings on.
0: No, but it I mean the goal is still to find where right, the he... the
1: overarching you right, know, grand right strategic plot but but the plot of the episode is they get there and he finds that the uh there there's no mandalorian but right, mandalorian armor is being yeah. worn by someone acting as the marshal, as the protector of this town.
0: Yeah, and honestly, that guy came out, and I knew was, right yeah. away he was a phony yeah, because yeah. he looked like a three-year-old boy who'd got into his his, right. his daddy's shed in the garage yeah. and tried out some of his things. It almost reminded me of, for anybody who watches this Community, we're watching Community now. Yeah. It's a good show. It's funny. Fantastic in show. season two, there's a Halloween episode in which um troy D- donald glover's um character uh is it is it the halloween episode that he's like a transformer type thing yes
1: he's not a transformer but he's
0: it's something that kind of looks like a transformer would make he's you think Ripley of
1: from the movie aliens
0: sure whatever that means um, and it's, you know, it's not like a great costume. It's kind of made out of, I feel like it was made out of pipes or something like. I think it was cardboard. Par- plastic pipes or yeah. cardboard. And that's how I felt yes. looking at the marshal and him and his armor that he shouldn't be wearing. That he has not earned the Mandalorian armor. Um, so it was obvious right away that he was a phony. I was like, yeah, dude, get out of here. You're yeah. such a loser. <laughs> I mean,
1: and I think I, I'm assuming that was intentional in the sense of it was supposed to be like, oh, this doesn't really belong to him. And you find out the story of how he gets it. But the, the, the big thing is, you know, the, the armor is sort of seen as a kind of religious, -religious quasi-religious thing for the Mandalorians. So Mando himself takes it upon himself to, to, he he has to reclaim it. Right. And at first we think he's going to shoot him. He's going to, he's going to fight him. But turns out Bay
0: Is this the part where the shark scary shark thing comes out? Yeah. Yeah. Then the scary shark sand shark comes out and it's super scary and they and then Mando as is tasked with the job that apparently that's his that's his MO showing up to communities and helping them fight their it's, local monster. It's a very it's a very very
1: kind of kind of western plot, right? Uh This lone sort of gunman comes in and Helps a town deal with some menacing presence one way or another.
0: Okay, but we've already established that the only Western I've seen is Back to this the need, Future
1: 3. We need to solve. <laughs> so to I have no context
0: that. or know oh, anything were... about these storylines. Yeah, it,
1: and they were hitting the Western thing so hard.
0: Literally, they were... and they're in a sandy place. Yeah, they're in a
1: sandy place. It looks kind of like a Western town. There's the quote, Marshall. I even swear, like when when Mando was walking in or something, it, there was like the <laughs> the like clanky noise, like he had spurs on.
0: Oh my god! Um, you probably imagined that one. Maybe I, I
1: it, but I it was you know it. there was a lot of just 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 very like and they they show up in a bar and they're all like you know like, uh, bartender, give me a give me a drink of such and such. It like true. you know you're know, yeah. like oh send me whiskey. I will kind of say
0: thing. two things. Um, uh, when seeing this dude. Uh, I am just really getting fed up yeah. with these chicken fights that we're seeing on screen a lot. These two men, because it's always men. There, I said of it. Course. It is. It's always men having a little standoff, a uh, 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 you know, a no blink match, which is obviously very right that. Yeah. That's what I meant. Nice. Which is obviously very difficult with the mandalorian who is always wearing a Uh, mask you can't see
1: he's probably blinking all the time and
0: yet he's always having this uh, this staring contest with these other men and i'm like y'all what are we doing here right is this is this what what men are are raised to do please tell me how the the human male is raised, because I am confused and perplexed.
1: I mean, I've never been a Mandalorian, so I'm not sure how he was raised.
0: Yeah, but this isn't just Mando's thing. I've seen this in all types of movies, no, and it's yeah, always it's guys, a, well, and it's always this like little stare, like, ooh, which one of us is the strongest? I guess it's like a, I don't know, a, a domi- dominating type of thing, like, well, I a, am the alpha male. Well, blah, it's
1: blah, a, blah. a classic uh, Western trope. It's, um, you know, he's... He, He's based off the the classic Clint Eastwood character, Man With No Name, from uh, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, Sure. where but he's I just, just you know, strong and silent and just kind of like stares you down. And I mean, that's, and that's cold fair. Eyes. I
0: just don't feel like it's a Western thing, though. I feel like I see this in all types of movies.
1: Okay. Well. Well, it, yes, and I think a lot of that is influenced by the Western genre. Sure especially because it's it's you know that's been such an influential sort of genre and influential part of the zeitgeist
0: well just PSA and then we can move (laughs) on from this Um, to be you don't need to be doing a little stare off to be considered strong there there are there are other ways to show your strength and man manliness Mm -hmm. it's not just about who can win a fight because obviously they were going to fight and then the little shark thing came. And they're like, oh, well, JK, we yeah. have bigger things to worry about than which one of us uh, yeah, it, it, <clears throat> is a bigger chicken. So. Okay.
1: It did kind of take away the tension in that first face-off because the uh, the, Marshalls, the Marshall's played by Timothy Oliphant, who's a relatively well-known actor. And I figured he wasn't just going to show up and then just die and just get shot by Mando. So it's like, okay, this isn't going to happen. You know, since there's there's... Mm-hmm. He's gonna be more, uh, more integral to the story. So something's gonna happen. Which you know, it's it's fine. That's a that's a common problem in things.
0: I Whatever. think this man looks like Jamie Lannister's brother. Really? Yes. With that you style, the... not from not not uh season one or two, Jamie, Obviously, but Jamie when he gets that fancy haircut. Cause he does, cut, yeah. He cuts his hair towards the end. Um, I don't remember which season, but I think I was getting those vibes, like major vibes.
1: Okay, I can see it. Actually, looking up some pictures, like like here, yeah, he, he, he looks yeah. like like he could be like, like could be Jamie Lannisters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I can see it.
0: So he had the zaddy thing or whatever, but or here he looks. All it was there, it was definitely the zaddiness was overshadowed. Yeah. By the, the comical kind of clownish kid in his dad's suit yeah. situation. Yeah. But anyways, there's this big scary sand shark. Yes. This is... Who terrorizes them, eats their resources. Uh, you see him
1: eat a bantha, which is this, this sort of, it's sort of like a desert bison. It's this big, beast of burden pack animal. Sure. And and they do the the uh, you know great uh, classic filmmaker thing where they don't show you it really. So, at first, you just see the, the, the sirens kind of go off, and you're like, whoa, whoa, and you're sort of rumbling, and, and then you see the ground shake, and you right. see it come, like, right underneath the town, and you see, like, spikes sticking up, right. and there's silence. And then off in the distance, you see the the Bantha sort of standing there, and then you just see jump up and grab it.
0: Nom, nom, nom. So, um, so very... yeah. So they spend a, a good portion of the episode trying to figure out how to to fight this shark thingy. One thing I want to make a uh, point I want to make really shark quick thingy. is so the episode was called "What the Marshall."
1: The Marshall.
0: It should have been called the bets because they made a second bet. First, they made a bet with um, Mike Wazowski. I forgot what it was, but it was about I'll yeah, tell you this information if if so and so wins the fight or something well, like that. It was at the beginning yeah. of the episode. Yeah, it was like a two. The second bet was. If you help me kill the shark thingy, a, I'll give you the armor. That's not a bet. That is a bet. It's not a bet. It's a deal. It's an exchange. Well, it should have been called the deal then. Oh, Whatever I, I think it is. It should,
1: I think the marshal's a fine, fine...
0: But uh, I'm just confused about all these all these negotiating things that are happening. It's... Nobody just does nice things for people anymore. You gotta get something in return. Well,
1: he did. They, they both got something in return return mando got the armor
0: i just didn't feel like it was a fair exchange
1: in whose so in whose favor do you think it was
0: uh the marshals yeah G- killing a mos a monster that hurts and eats your people etc that's kind of a big ask yeah it's a dangerous task i don't know i just didn't feel like it was an equal an equal exchange
1: well i mean i think mando also was Felt morally compelled to help out also.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, clearly he's shown he can be a nice guy. So, whatever. But, essentially, they spend a lot of time... Uh, not a lot of time. Some time trying to figure out how they're going to kill this thing. They end up partnering up with some... <sighs> Another group. I I don't think they are human. I think they are... Raiders. Tusken Raiders. Tuscan Raiders that... Um, who they don't like The Marshall people The Marshall people don't like them But in typical Story fashion They have to work together And right. put aside their differences to For the greater good um, So they hash out this Elaborate plan um, And eventually End up killing the, the shark thing um, And I thought that was fine I don't really have any comments About that whole yeah. situation It well, was good enough
1: I mean, it's a it's a classic kind of spiel where it's you know there's the this this hostile local force and the two of them banding together to to face face a common enemy and finding finding similarities between the two right right so it's it's yeah and it's it's I guess um, interesting in that it it gives a lot more character to a group that uh has been not necessarily portrayed in you know it adds complexity to the portrayal of, of the Tusken Raiders who've been a fixture in Star Wars for a while. Oh they see, were I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah they so weren't the
0: mean anything to me. Uh
1: they were a, a pretty significant part of the, the uh, first movie, first movie ever oh. made and then they they showed up again in the execrable prequel films. See this is why we gotta watch Star Wars Bay. But... Mm, uh, and we'll see about that. Point, point being, you know, they they were previously just portrayed as, as sort of savage aliens that were uh, trying to kill and and pillage folks, and now they're they're portrayed as you know it's it's more than that. They're they're a, a people that, you know, that uh, care for their own and, mm-hmm. and they can be negotiated with. And sure. we found out something interesting or uh, you found the article on this, that oh, right. someone, they actually created their own uh, uh, language, right? Right.
0: Well, own signing language. Yeah. So it wasn't just, excuse me, random hand motions. It was like a thoughtful creation of a, of a sign language. So um, I thought that was pretty neat.
1: I did too. I thought that was really neat. Because, uh, yeah, when, when we saw it, it definitely seemed much like the... The movements, there, because when when they were interacting with with each other, it, it wasn't just uh, uh, vocal. It was vocal yeah. and, and 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 hand movements. And the hand movements looked.
0: Although it was mostly hand movements. Mm. I, I feel like it wasn't that that vocal too much. Okay. Maybe I don't remember. Point... We saw this a week ago, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, babe, babe, you're letting them behind the curtain. It, the uh, point being, the the hand movements looked too purposeful. They looked right. too oh, absolutely yeah. like there was too much sort of order and and system to it
0: yes accessibility is important inclusion is important so uh directors movie makers or general public uh be inclusive it's literally not that difficult you just gotta do a little research yeah and that's it and include people it's not that hard but for some reason some of y'all don't understand this but that's topic for another day um Only other thing I want to say about the shark situation is um, that that sand shark vomit was freaking nasty. Yeah, yeah. That was disgusting. So good job on that, I guess. The uh, other thing I'll say is that the whole scene was fine. That ending, though, wasn't super believable to me when Mando, like, shoots flies out of the mouth. Like, you're telling me. You went into the mouth of this sand shark, maybe down its throat, maybe into its belly, and didn't get burned by its stomach acids. I'm not buying it. He, I haven't he has taken... the, uh,
1: the, 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 the armor, the, the, the cool armor.
0: So, I mean, it's not like I don't know the most the, the str- made out of the strongest element in the universe I mean, it
1: might be it's, it's we've seen it like deflect laser blasts yeah but probably. not
0: every inch of his body is covered True. in that armor like there's some soft spots so yeah. i'm just saying that <laughs> that isn't super believable and i haven't taken a biology course in about 10 years yeah um but something about that just wasn't sitting right with me so just wanted to throw that out there.
1: Oh my gosh, baby. Oh yes. So yeah, they 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 ultimately wind up defeating the uh, the beast. There's uh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty kind of thrilling thing. So so the the, the creature a, cr- a crate dragon, K R A Y T dragon.
0: A sand shark. Yes, I hear you. Okay.
1: And the uh, the townsfolk and the Tuscan raiders work together. There's a to classic work. sort of there's a classic escalation where their their first plan doesn't really seem to work.
0: Uh-uh. It uh, doesn't. Where
1: there's the well, well there's also the uh, really uh, really hilarious scene where when you find out that the Tuscan raiders know about the uh, uh, crate dragon, they. They say that, like, they've, they've mapped its digestive cycles or whatever, and they try to feed it at, at certain times so that it stays uh-huh. asleep more. And then there's this, like, really great wide shot of, of this one Tusken Raider, like, <laughs> tying a bantha to a stick. And you see the rumbling, and the thing comes out, and then you just see him like run, <laughs> and the shark just come, it completely ignores the band, that just goes straight for the guy.
0: Yep, and doesn't even. And it's cut
1: with this like wide, flat, like comedy thing. He's like, Aah! you can't see what he's doing, but just, he's like running towards the camera. And gonna say I
0: guess they thought they knew it's cycle, I mean, but it, it, it I was... I just I don't know. I felt like they sacrificed one of their brethren not a little bit too easily. Is this like a hallmark of this of this? species of people wait it's
1: no i think it was meant to establish the fact that oh this the current system they have for dealing with this is not a good one fair so it's like why would they risk themselves to try and kill this thing if this thing is working well so we needed to see like okay this isn't working well
0: (laughs) right right
1: we need to 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 so uh, this is why they're willing to to risk it with with their enemy sure which is you know fair so that hap- yeah that happens their first plan doesn't doesn't work they try and bury explosives and the burying explosive doesn't work so then mando has to like which which i i predicted this i'm all like just you know strap explosives to the to the the bantha and then mm-hmm. and then you know do that but no <sighs> me and the game coach
0: <laughs> okay
1: uh and yeah and then it, it works and they blow it up and uh yes. then there's a so i
0: happily think ever after.
1: I think a funny scene at the end which is uh so so part of the the deal is that the, the uh Tuscan Raiders get the uh the meat from the creature. But but man was oh, apparently yeah. taking some for him and for him and Baby Yoda because you see him just put this like giant yeah. slab of it and on the back of his spear. Finally body.
0: this poor baby gets fed. <laughs> yeah, Goodness. Yeah, yeah. He is just so undernourished. Yeah. Um but uh, oh, I will say though we didn't really get into the details, and we don't have to. But uh, so th-
1: the deets, ma-
0: the marshal man, he uh, essentially got a hold of the Mandalorian armor because yes, I do want to talk about this. He traded uh, some fancy stones or something right. that he found uh, for the armor. Yeah, the, the, with well, some there's... Jawas, with the yeah. little Dementor people.
1: Well, there's there's more to the story, which which I do you mean, want to yeah, talk that's about? a
0: simplified version of it, but yeah, um, at its core, I felt like that ex- that way of acquiring the ar- the armor just is like, meh. I mean, it's,
1: it's fine as as like a like a story point, you know, it's it's not really that important how he I mean, yeah, comes by it, and it's it's believable within the world. Sure. The the thing I want to talk about is it's it does it's there's a great amount of world building to it because the story he tells is like, okay, so the, uh, when the, uh, big bad empire was quote unquote defeated at the end of the original trilogy, uh, basically it was like a, a huge power vacuum developed and you see them and they're celebrating the destruction of the second death star, which you don't know what that means, but anyway. No. And so, so basically at the end of the original trilogy, when the empire is quote defeated, it's like, okay, this, this, uh the power system is suddenly gone and so then people like start to come in and 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 you know start taking over and then there's this quote mining collective which sounds like a mix between a mafia and a mining firm or whatever comes yeah, like in and essentially
0: firm.
1: takes mm-hmm. over the town and uh, forces him to flee and he like grabs something like like what he thinks is supplies and then runs right. into the desert turns out to not be supplies it's it's like viable crystals and then he gets the armor and uses the armor to drive them away what I like is it's sort of okay it it fleshes out and kind of adds layers of depth and complexity to the world in a, in a way that is we kind of haven't seen before so it's sure. like okay yes the, the Empire were quote evil they were also a A force for order. Yeah, and if you remember, the great Werner Herzog in the first season had that moment where he was talking with I think, I think it was Kara or someone, and he said like the the Empire improves every system it touches in everything that matters: productivity, education, health. What have you done? What have you done? You and your rebellion, something like that.
0: Do you need a cough drop?
1: I can't do my Werner Herzog. So that's that's not Werner talk. So. Anyway, point being, it's a cool little thing. Uh, adds depth, adds complexity, and um, makes me, it, it, yeah, it, it makes the world feel feel more realized, which is something sure, that I sure. enjoyed. And I can tell I'm boring you, so uh, we can... You're um... boring
0: me. What were you talking about?
1: <sighs> So what was your favorite? What was your favorite? What was your favorite Baby Yoda moment?
0: Oh, by far, um, when the big scary shark comes out and Baby Yoda is hiding in in the (laughs) vase. He's hiding in a pot. Not plant pot or vase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, any any moment with Baby Yoda is cute. Um, yeah, I just love when they put him. Kind Of at the bottom of the screen, yeah. like walking next to Mando. So, if you're not paying attention, it's very easy to yeah. miss. But you just kind of like see, see this little thing like, ooh, hobbling ooh, about, yeah, um, kind of waddling around. Yeah, and he was um, enjoying the fresh air during one of their rides, he was just like hanging out yeah, of hanging his little sack.
1: Yeah, he's on a sack um, in the back of the speeder bike, it's pretty cool.
0: But yeah, he didn't do any Baby Yoda magic today, no, this didn't. episode. Um, so I expect that we will see more of that in the future. Because we've only really gotten two, three Baby Yoda magic thingies.
1: There was the yeah. b- big one with the mud horn, The big one at the fire.
0: And when he saved and, and and when, Karga.
1: Yeah, uh, and when he choked uh, Kara. And yeah, four.
0: Yeah. So four. Uh, so yeah, I imagine by episode maybe two or three, we'll get a little something. Yeah. Uh,
1: point, yeah. The point being, he was cute as he always is. Didn't really play a whole part in the story. To
0: be fair though, has he thus far? In yeah. general? Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, feel like not. Yeah, yeah,
1: He, you know, was the entire focus of the first three episodes.
0: I don't know. To me, he still feels like the focus of the story, right? But yeah, in terms yeah. of doing, sure. he doesn't do much. Sure,
1: it's a subtle point. I get it. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. Well, that's all we have for you today. Unless you have, you want to add anything else?
1: Uh oh, the yeah, the uh, big big figure. The at the end, you see him riding back oh, with Baby yeah. Yoda triumphant with the armor and a big old hunk of dragon meat. And then you see this one, this this figure kind of staring at him, and uh, from a uh, from afar, uh, you see you see the figure kind of from behind, looking at Mando and Baby Yoda from afar. And then he turns, and then you see that it's Boba Fett, who was who was uh, an important character again in the Star Wars universe,
0: right? And who I needed uh, Bert to yeah tell me was important because yeah. I didn't know it was important. Although I suppose it, it kind of, I guess I could have figured out. It was important because it sort of reminded yeah, it was me shot. Yeah. of was it like the end of one of the Avengers movies or something when you get like that shot of um
1: Thanos. It was the first Thanos, one, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It was very similar, and uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff with with that. He was a fan favorite, and he was killed off at the in the third wow, movie rather spoilers. rather unceremoniously, and uh, he's you know his his. Lore importance in the lore and his fan love has only grown since then. So they they probably wanted to signify he was alive. Be interesting to know if he plays a role in the story at all or if it's just like a wait. One-off. So
0: is he like dead? Dead? No. Supposedly? Oh no. no.
1: Well, not he was in the episode.
0: Forget you. He was in the forget the fact that he was in the episode in the the, the Star Wars universe. But. What... Was he like dead dead? Did we see a body?
1: No. He okay, so he was dead, dead. swallowed by a monster.
0: Oh, well that is pretty dead. I yeah. I I'd, I'd accept that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And also it should be said the the armor that Mando is looking for or, or the, the armor that Mando was retrieving that uh the marshal had was Boba Fett's armor.
0: Right, right. So maybe it was a ghost or like um Some sort of spirit or something. Okay. I mean, we've we're in a universe with aliens and sand sharks. Is is having spirits of characters really that much of a not possibility? No,
1: it's that's totally possible. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't know if I don't know if it's just like a one off. If he's going to play a bigger role in this in the series, not sure. I really want him to. I don't know. It's fine.
0: Whatever. It's all the same to me. So. Yeah,
1: and it could have. Yeah, it, it was a nice little nod if necessary, and and I don't know. Well, we'll we'll see where it goes. Point is, I am excited.
0: Yeah, no, we're. It's excited a great way to, to start see, off the season. To see the next episode, and uh, I don't think we know how many episodes will be in this. Uh, like eight season. again? Maybe eight again? Okay, yeah. that's fair. Uh, but yeah, we're excited to go on this journey with you all. Yeah, uh, and we hope you keep listening uh as we wrap this this up as always remember to follow us on twitter at bert jackie uh-huh. or send us an email at jackie and bert19 at gmail.com uh-huh. please continue to support our show the best way you can do that is by sharing on the social medias
1: subscribe to our podcast we are on apple podcast or spotify on on
0: most podcasting platforms we're on most of them um yeah tell your friends about this if you're if you like it uh let us know uh definitely listen to the mandalorian season one if you haven't already listen to us um as we go on the journey for the mandalorian season two listen to our little fires everywhere uh see and a Queen Sono. and the special episode we did. You're just going through our, our whole catalog. Honey, day. rise up and dance. Well, we need to promote them all. all right, so right, right, right. there's quality content uh, there in there. Is, the there people the have it's the America's right second to favorite know. podcast. Bay. All right. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
1: We love you guys. Bye. Bye.